Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the Old Pueblo. You are listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. This week, we're going to speak with Trevor Strang. He's the co-host of an upcoming event called Canine Carnival. It's going to be this coming Saturday at Highwire, and it's benefiting the Border Collie Rescue Effort. We'll have all the details in just a moment. Today is October 30th, 2022. My name is Tom Heath, and you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core, and we shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A Mountain to the University of Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM and always streaming on downtownradio.org. You can also listen on your smartphone, iPhone, Android, all that good stuff by getting our very own Downtown Radio Tucson app. You want to reach us on the show? Our email address is contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. Our podcast is out there on Spotify, iTunes, all good kinds of places like that. And past episodes, info on the show, and details on our recently released book about the urban core are all available on our website, lifealongthestreetcar.org. Well, it is the end of October, which means Halloween. I don't know if you saw the uh, youngsters out on Congress getting some candy. We had goblins and superheroes and all kinds of fantastic creatures going from store to store to pick up a little bit of the candy as part of the downtown Tucson's uh, Halloween uh, special. And don't worry if you missed it. Fourth Avenue's doing one today. So from 1230 to about 3 o'clock, you can head to the 4th Avenue Merchants and get your uh, your candy fix in case you missed yesterday or in case you got the desire for more candy on top of yesterday. And of course, next week uh, is the uh, All Souls Procession, the Dia de los Muertos, happening near the MSA Annex. We'll have details for all of that on our website. Um, I'm sorry, on our Facebook page. Check that out and we'll post that. That's going to be uh, afternoon, evening, and then on the 5th, also next weekend, a little bit earlier in the day, is the uh, feature of our show today, the Canine Carnival, which is, as I understand it, the first of what will be multiple pet-friendly and pet-focused fundraising events at Highwire. The uh, The hosts of this are uh, uh, Trevor Strang. He's a a loan officer here in town, and Tracy Costell is a real estate agent. They got together, both dog lovers, and came up with this event as a fundraiser, and this one supports the uh, Border Collie Rescue efforts. Had a chance to sit down with Trevor a little bit earlier in the week to find out about all the cool things happening at the Canine Carnival. All right, it's Trevor Strang with the Canine Carnival. Canine Carnival. So I'm expecting to see... Uh, dogs on trapeze and, and dogs dressed as clowns. Is that what this thing is all about? Not quite that, Tom. Uh, I'd love to have it. The reason why we kind of have it, that name was uh, the event is going to be held at uh, Highwire downtown. So I thought that a little alliteration would make the event sound uh, nice and appetizing for dogs and people. Oh, okay. So it's at the Highwire. So there is some uh, circus elements 
to this canine carnival. Yeah, yeah. We're hopefully to have you know some the uh, some some little dog friendly things for uh, you know the uh, you know the, the dogs uh, to do, such as you know some pup cups. Uh, we'll have um, some area for them to do some photos, and I know there's some other little games and stuff that we'll have. Don't want to give everything away quite yet. No, you got to you got to keep some secrets there for for people to to want to come down. But let's let's talk about the origins of this. So you you and um, uh, a partner of yours uh, uh, co-founded this um, event, and it's to raise money for a specific cause, correct? Yeah. So uh, working collaborating here with uh, Tracy from the Blue Agave Group, uh, Keller Williams, uh, it's for the Arizona Border Collie Rescue. Um, he, he works um, in actually, sorry, not works, but he um, is on. I want to say he's a chair chair on, on in the group. So we're looking at you know finding a a local dog friendly organization that we could you know do little activities for, make a little bit of money, get some awareness for, and so that's where something that you know we we've, we've talked about being that both Tracy. And I have, uh, you know, a passion and love for, for dogs. Um, so that's kind of where it kind of started from. And so the, the group itself, the Border Collie Rescue Group, it's, it sounds like probably what it is. But what are some of the funds? Like if you're raising money for this organization, what do they do with that money? So depending on, you know, there's all lots of different organizations need money. The big thing about with the, um, the Border Collie Rescue is they the 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 dogs themselves the the rescue dogs need a lot of time one on one to get rehab. So not necessarily do we need the money isn't going to just go for like food or anything like that. It's actually going to be helping to pay for trainers to give it so that we can give the necessary time needed to get those dogs back rehab. Being I don't know the exact hours, but just how the dogs are. And just the dogs that the, the rescue does take, they you know severely do need a lot of time to get to to get you know um, rehabilitated and rehomed. So that's what you know the, this process is kind of for. So what what are they being rescued from? I know uh, like with the, we had the Greyhound rescue, they were being um, saved from the the racing circuit. But what are the border collie? Um, what's endangering them? Well, I mean, it's a lot of people that you know have have the dogs and then learn that you know that it's not quite the 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 fit that they for 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 them you know you know i have i have a few different types of dogs and they all have different sleep patterns and levels levels of excitement and a lot of these border collies um, have a lot of excitement so you know if they aren't um given an opportunity or aren't trained early they can have some problems or they can develop some some issues that, like I said, takes a lot of time. And you know, okay. a lot of dogs that do get or um, <clears throat> and need to be treated. You know, there's a lot of underlying issues that you know we do, we don't know. Okay, so I mean, a lot of dogs might go through this, but it sounds like border collies might have a little bit more of a uh, of a challenge in, in a, going from one family to another. Well, I mean, I and I wouldn't say maybe it's not just only border collies. A lot of them I have to follow up more. 
I mean, Tracy would be more of the expert probably oh, okay. on this ball as more of the um, actual um, <clears throat> trainers themselves. Gotcha. Unfortunately, I don't have the numbers here for you. Tom. Well, that's okay. We, we invited Tracy on the call, but he was traveling. So we'll, we'll catch up with him. Uh, at a different date to go into some of those details. But since he's not on the call, let's talk about him. The, <laughs> the uh, uh, understanding I have is, is he got involved as kind of a foster parent, and he was horrible at that. Is that, is that an accurate statement? Yeah, that's what I, the detail I know, like you said, it's, it's one of those things where some people, you know, trip, trip into it and you think, hey, I can just do the, you know, foster here for a few weeks, which turn into a month and then which can turn into, you know, adding a member to your family. So by, by being terrible at it, I don't mean that he was bad with the dogs. I mean, <laughs> he, he didn't understand that when you foster a dog, you give them back. And how many does he have now? Uh, I don't know. I think it's like, eight, I think it's like eight or nine. Yeah. He's, he's, like you said, he's, 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 he has, he has quite the wolf pack with him for yeah. sure. So if he, he comes home and he's like, Hey, I'm fostering another dog and they just, uh, well, let's just add one to the house. I think he's like at some kind of legal limit or something, but clearly, <laughs> clearly a passion of his. He mentioned, you mentioned he's in real estate. I know you're in the mortgage side of things and I, and I understand that's how you guys got connected, but you're, you're also, you know, you, you mentioned you have three dogs. So that that's also a, a theme. Didn't you have some, some fosters that, didn't quite uh, make it out of your house. Yeah. yeah, as my wife and I call it, we're we're, we're foster failures. <laughs> so you know, uh, you know, we got we're involved with uh, a, a group um, for quite a while fostering, and then we ended up, uh, uh, you know, whether it was cats and dogs, and then we ended up getting this dog named named Connor, who, uh, long story short, was thrown out of a car as a puppy had some serious uh, throat issues, needed multiple surgeries. And it just came one of those things where we spent a lot of time and my wife and I just fell in love with a guy when we just, we were like, you know what? I think he's found the right home. You know, we don't want to, we don't want him to go through, through anymore. Well, the, the canine carnival. So this is a, this is happening in, in, in like right around the corner. It's November 5th. It's at high wire. And I think you told me it's from 3 PM to 6 PM. Yeah. 3 PM to, to 6 PM. You said the high wire has both um, outdoor seating and indoor. So we're hoping that, you know, there'll be some nice weather. Um, and then, you know, people will be able to, you know, have, um, you know, there will be some adult friendly uh, beverages. High Rider does serve food. There'll be, you know, some treats and stuff for the dog. So like I said, it'll be a nice Nice little time we're hoping for everyone. And part of why we wanted to talk to you about this was because even though this is a really cool event coming up on the 5th, this, you and Tracy have talked about doing other events in, in the future. So this isn't like yeah. an isolated thing. It's, it's kind of the start of something. Yeah, no, the plan is to try to do them quarterly. However, as you kind of know, in Tucson, sometimes the temperature in the summers can stay above 100 uh, degrees for quite some time. So we may not be able to do it as frequent as we'd like, but the goal would be to do uh, another one in February, potentially another one in May. The goal would be to find a, another local uh, group, local rescue that, you know, would need some uh, attention, would, would love a little bit of publicity and, of course, you know, some, some money and donations that we could give to them so yeah the goal would be to you know have this as our you know an inaugural event and then 
build some, you know, a little bit of buzz so that in the future we can continue to, um, you know, kind of give back to these um, communities that and, and groups that do so much. Well, I, I really appreciate that, you know, it's, it takes a lot of time to get something like this launched. So I'm, I, I know you're probably somewhat nervous and excited about this first event here coming up on the 5th. But I, um, and I don't know, and I might have to edit this out if I'm saying something out of, out of turn here, but I, I understand that you've got some, like, this really cool um, giveaway that you're doing or, or a raffle prize. Yeah, so we'll go ahead and we'll not thanks thanks Tom for 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 breaking the secret, but yeah, we'll do a little raffle prize. Though there's a cool doghouse that will be given away to uh, a lucky uh, person who, who who joins, or I guess it'll be a lucky dog. We'll get that doghouse, um, and then you know there will be a few other things. You know, uh, once again, Tom, it, 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 I feel like I, I can't. I'm going to give away everything. So I want to, uh, you know, make it so that people can come and, and not get, uh, all their, all, all the information on this. All interview. right. Well, well, we'll keep a few things. We'll keep a few things in reserve. Well, we'll be back to that interview with Trevor Strang. He's keeping things kind of close to the vest. So he's getting us to he's teasing us. I think is what they call that to get us to show up to the canine carnival at Highwire on Saturday, November 5th. We'll be back to the second half of the interview in a moment. But first, I want to remind you that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 18. 18- Two four two zero, Nova, and MLS number three zero eight seven, VK number zero nine zero two four two nine. Equal housing opportunity. We're back to finish up the second half of our interview with Trevor Strang. He and uh, the uh, other co-founder of the Canine Carnival, Tracy Castell, have an event coming up here on Saturday at High Wire. It's a the Canine Carnival on the 5th of November. And let's jump back into the second half of that interview with Trevor Strang. But the, the goal is to show up to support. Um, and I, I have a dog, and I love my dog. But I also, I'm a little nervous about bringing him out because I don't really go to events with other, other dogs because I'm, I'm kind of getting used to that with him. So I'm not bringing my dog, but I'm going to go and support and I think it's fine for me to do that. But if, if you have a dog and you're comfortable bringing them in that setting, this is a good environment for them to come out, right? Yeah, this would be a perfect environment for, for someone who, who has a dog that is, you know, good, good with people who will be good with, with friends, you know, and a little bit of, you know, noise as well, you know, because we are expecting some people and, and foot track traffic there. There'll be vendors selling some different dog friendly um items but you know and it could be something too where you know maybe you're not comfortable quite yet taking your dog so it'd be good just to see how others um interact and how other other dogs interact with this event because it may be something where you know it could be something that your dog is ready for and maybe it's just not you're not quite quite ready or conversely maybe you're just uh, you know, you, maybe you're 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 seeing things and just know that hey, my dog isn't a good fit for something like this. 
Okay. Yeah, that's good. I'll, I'll go. Uh, I'll do some uh, reconnaissance and, and see how uh, Archie would would fare there. The uh, the future events that you're thinking about are they're all going to be at Highwire? Are they going to be in different parts of the town? The plan right now to keep them at Highwire. Um, you know, Highwire, the Spaces Dog friendly. Uh, Nick and the team do a lot of um, events for our community, and I really like like the the space. So it'd be nice to kind of get something where people kind of know every few months that there's going to be something going downtown at that spot. Okay, very good. Yeah, I know Nick has been on the show and uh, on a couple of occasions, and, and I like what they're doing there with not just expanding the the bar, but they've done a really good job of making it a sustainable place with um, you know kind of an eye towards uh, towards how to change some of these places in downtown into a little bit more nature-friendly establishment. So bringing some dogs in there seems perfect. Trevor, I got to ask you this question. And, uh, you know, I'm a journalist, so I got to probe a little bit because I always like to get the scoop like I did with that doghouse thing. And if you don't want to answer, I understand. But there is uh, rumors that Connor, who you spoke of earlier, uh, is the star of a new uh book that is coming out that you and your wife are, are uh, putting together. Is this, is this true? And, and will there be a version of it available at the uh, yeah. carnival? Yes, it is. I was hoping to kind of maybe do a, a, a release of it. Hopefully we'll have, um, you know, preliminary, uh, copies kind of, uh, ready for release there. But yeah, it's a book that my, my wife's, my wife's written, um, collaborated with a friend of ours, Emily Giatritis. She's a 21-year-old autistic girl, so she's done the illustrations, and it's pretty much the story. Earlier, I told you of kind of the, the foster uh, failure of us uh, getting Connor um, and then him becoming a part of our home. And what's the name of this book? It, it, well, Connor Finds a Home. Connor finds a home and it's, it's designed to be, you know, sort of a, I, I've seen a version of it, so I, I, I'm kind of cheating here, but it's designed to be a, um, a family friendly book. It's, it's really a coloring book, right? It's, it's an opportunity yeah. for people to, so it's not a super um, in-depth uh, uh, literature uh, uh, reading uh, material, but it is a very wonderful story. I have actually previewed it when you weren't looking. I read it on your desk. And I think it's a, a fabulous story. Your wife does a great job. The illustrator does a fabulous job. And and um, I, I'm hoping some versions are, are available for, for the Canine Carnival. Another reason well, another reason to get out there. Yeah, for, for sure. Like I said, hopefully we can get uh, that, that book uh, kind of done here, at least a, few, a version or two before the end of the year. Like It will be a coloring book that we'll hope to, you know, have available and then a colored version that Emily will be working on here in the next few weeks. But yeah, excited to get this out to the public, something that, you know, I've, I've thought of and wanted to do since, since a kid. So it's been kind of a, a nice, nice thing to be working on the past few months. Well, it's the canine carnival. It's going to be on November 5th from three to six. It's at the high wire, a lounge in downtown Tucson. You can find all that uh, address and stuff probably through the High Wires website. But where can people stay in touch with you for the Canine Carnival updates, the Connor Finds a Home updates, the future events? Do you have a website? Do people follow you on Instagram? How do, how do people keep track of all these things you're doing? Well, you can keep track of it. Uh, I do uh, have a uh, Instagram 
my handle or hashtag is Strang with numbers, S-T-R-E-N-G with W-I-T-H numbers, N-U-M-B-E-R-S. You can also take a look. Uh, if, you, if you look online and Google uh, my Trevor uh, at Nova Home Loans. That is a way to get in contact with me and email me, and then I can follow up with you on different questions on, uh, you know, the, the carnival. Um, and then besides that, uh, you can always check us out at the mortgage guidance group at Nova home loans. Well, so I guess the, the first book is Connor finds a home. So I'm guessing the sequel is, is, uh, uh, Trevor finances Connor's home. Is that, is that the, uh, the next book that's coming out? <laughs> that's a good that's a good one i might i might I'll put that one in the back the back burner but i like that tom well i hope people do check out strang with numbers on instagram we'll link to that from our facebook page you've got some cool stuff that really does sort of blend the mortgage and dog world together love this concept of the canine carnival i love doing it downtown excited to see how this turnout is and um uh i really want to see who walks away with some of these these cool prizes and uh, i think for me most Mostly, I just want to really get a copy of one of these books before anybody else does, so I can get you to sign it and be all special. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, like I said. Uh, address for High Wires, 30 South Arizona Avenue, downtown Arizona. Uh, if you know where Johnny Gibson's Market is, it's right behind there. Um, once again, if you have any questions, Feel free to look me up online or you can email me, trevor.strang at com. Okay, we'll get that out there. And if you have not been downtown before, there is uh, plenty of parking available. There are uh, mostly in the garages on the weekends. The meters are free, uh, but, but uh, you might want to scout out. There's a couple of close garages near there. Uh, so do keep that in mind. But uh, November 5th, kick off the... Uh, the post Halloween uh, uh, holiday festivities at Highwire with your uh, best friend and a bunch of people and their best friends. Awesome. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate it. Thank you, uh, Trevor. We'll talk to you soon. That's the fifth. It's a, you know, it's a busy season. We've got uh, all kinds of events happening. Film festivals are wrapping up. We've got film festivals happening, getting ready for the holidays. You know, we're, we're going to have a show later on talking about the parade of lights is back. The, uh, downtown Tucson Partnerships efforts for uh, the holidays are underway. Things happening on 4th Avenue. Day of the Dead coming up on Saturday. All kinds of stuff to do. But do not forget about the Canine Carnival. Bring your best friend out there and uh, support the Border Collie Rescue effort. My name is Tom Heath. You are listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio 99.1 FM and streaming on Downtown Radio. Org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. BK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity.
I, I'd say this a lot, but I'm so impressed with all the DJs on, on downtown radio. So many great shows that are just put together with love. And they've got knowledge, and they just want to share that with the world. And, uh, you know, Brother Mock, he, he's... Uh, Man, he's doing a lot for the station. He's got a few different shows, and this one we just you know put an advertisement out for um, Radio Club Crawl. It's fantastic. You get to listen to all the bands that are coming up at clubs throughout the week. He does it every week, and you can kind of listen, see if you hear about somebody you like, and then he'll tell you where to go to find them. Uh, but he does multiple shows throughout the, throughout the week, many many hours supporting downtown radio. So if you appreciate Brother Mock as, as I do, maybe head over to our website downtownradio.org. Uh, check out the schedules and, and find out, um, you know, when he is on and send him a little thank you note. And maybe while you're there, hit that little donate button and uh, put a dollar or two in the coffer so that we can keep this all-volunteer effort rolling. Rolling, rolling. Well, I want to thank Trevor Strang here for being on our episode here, number 223, as we are now into our sixth year of uh, talking to cool people in the downtown urban core. I want to, uh, huge shout out to Herb Stradford. He was on the show a couple weeks ago as we were talking about Film Fest Tucson. And um, I happen to be fortunate enough to also, after that, get a tour of uh, the Teatro Carmen. That's, you know, he's, he's part of that restoration process. And he took us in a group that um, we had, uh, I had won a, uh, a silent auction item from the Presidio Museum uh, auction. And, and uh, uh, we had Herb there, we had an archaeologist, uh, Homer Thiel, who's, who's done quite a bit here in Tucson. The history of that place, the history of the family, uh, what's coming, it's all really exciting stuff. So be on the lookout for that. But just wanted a huge shout out to Herb for, for his time uh, on, that, on that Sunday morning. Uh, next week, man, really fun show next week. This is uh, uh, Master Thievery. Woman Ochre is a... Um, a painting that disappeared from the university's museum of art uh, over 30 years ago. It was recently found in uh, the home of a deceased couple just hanging on their wall. It's been restored and back to the university. We get to talk to Olivia Miller about uh, that whole process and also dig deeper into the university of Arizona museum of art there. And, and uh, the, you know, the museum itself has a, has a wonderful history. So this is going to be a fun show. It's going to be next Sunday, of course, at 11 a.m. If you have topics for us, something we should be talking about, something that's a hidden gem, uh, let us know. Contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org is our email address. The best way, as I always say, is uh, Facebook and Instagram. Tag us in something that you think we should learn more about. We... uh, it's hard to believe, you know, moving into our sixth year that we just haven't even run out of topics. <laughs> you know, in my, uh, my, my interviews, as soon as I talk to someone about what got them motivated to do what they're doing, next thing you know, it leads me to um, another story. Anyway, I uh, appreciate everyone's time and in, in, in making this show um, special to me by sharing your time. We had uh, Trevor Strang on talking about the Canine Carnival today. That's coming up this Saturday, the 5th. Uh, details on Instagram and we'll have them on our Facebook page and in honor of that we're going to leave you with a little music by uh, Yusuf Islam who I think at the time of the recording was Cat Stevens Uh, this is a song from uh, the 60s it's called I Love My Dog have a great week and tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar I love my dog as much as I love you but you may think 
my dog will 